Welcome to the KJ Masterclass. In this episode, we have a top legal eagle, Supreme Court Advocate, Mr. Vivek Sood. Vivek yes. Sood is amongst the leading senior counsel in India. Apart from a very successful law practice spanning three decades, Mr. Sood is a prolific writer with six books behind him and many more to come. His books are pioneering works on the subjects he chooses to write on. He is a fearless speaker on legal and constitutional issues, having delivered over 500 talks. He is followed by thousands of people on social media. Alongside his successful law practice, Mr. Sood takes up social causes as he strongly believes in returning back to the society all that the society has given him. He espouses the cause of promoting DNA evidence in a campaign initiated by Ogilvy called DNA Fights Rape. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you. It's a pleasure to yeah. be a part of this show. Thank you very much, sir. So, talking about the new book, Progress of the Indian Economy, Legislative Proactivism since 2015. So, I would like to know more about the theme of this book, sir. Generally, the Indian economy is judged by GDP growth, by inflation, by employment numbers, stock market indices, etc. But I found that there should be other parameters to judge the Indian economy. For example, the legislations that are brought into play by the parliament. Another instance is economic justice for the common man should also be a parameter to judge the Indian economy. Yeah. So when, when I saw this subject, I found a theme and the theme was that since 2015, the legislature, the government of India has proactively brought in certain legislations which usher the real progress in the Indian economy and which usher economic justice in the Indian economy. For example, the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code of 2016. You know, before 2016, the Indian economy was called as, as the debtor's paradise and the creditor's hell. Now the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code of 2016 comes into play. It changes the landscape of the Indian economy. Another revolutionary legislation that has come into the statute book is RERA. You know, in the pre in the pre-RERA scenario, the home buyers were no more than street protesters. They had no legal, no effective legal remedies. Now you have the RERA, which empowers the home buyers. Right. The Fugitive Offenders Act of 2018, the Commercial Courts Act of 2015. Now I see 2015-16 as landmark years for the Indian economy, where economic justice and real progress have been ushered into the Indian economy through proactive legislative action. Right. So I, I, I right, right. I, I, I get it, and we'll get more on the you know all the chapters that you have you know in detail described in this, in this book just tell me sir what motivated you to write this book uh, exactly 
it is the theme and the subject which have motivated me to write the book i i must go back in time in sure. 2000 2011 i coined the expression the fundamental right to internet that there is an emergence of the fundamental right to internet because of its usage in the life of the common man in the life of the citizen we can't do without the internet so i saw the right to internet emerging as a fundamental right being part of article 21 the right to life and liberty guaranteed by the constitution of india then in the earlier part of 2021 i could visualize the emergence of commercial justice in india through the insolvency and bankruptcy code of 2016 and the amendments in the arbitration act of 2015-16 so i wrote wrote a book titled emergence of commercial justice now now i got excited when i found this theme this subject that you know why do we keep judging our economy with numbers there should be more substantial constitutional parameters to judge the indian economy so that excited me it's a new subject it's you know i i don't like uh, writing run of the mill stuff that has been uh, written earlier so i found this subject to be exciting inspiring and i must i must say that you know uh, this government led by the honorable prime minister mr narendra modi has done a fantastic job and and i am not saying i am not talking in the air since 2015 till date the proactive legislative action that has come into existence in india is unparalleled it is unprecedented and i i, I must say that 2016 is as important an year or even more important an year than 1991 when the economic right. liberalization happened in 1991 economic liberalization happened in 2016 onwards economic justice has been assured into the indian economy we are seeing real progress that is you know equity is there justice is there fairness is there in the indian economy today so this these are the motivating factors which led me to authoring this uh, work that's that's nice sir so very uh, quickly for our viewers if you can tell us uh, because you have dealt in detail and this is uh, this book is not uh, is being released by thomson reuters it's a big publisher actually so am i right sir yes absolutely correct yeah. they are very excited they, they were very excited when i pitched it to them and they immediately jumped on the subject yeah so this is this is such a great thing to see such you know uh, reputed name being interested uh, in in a book like this so can you tell us for our viewers exactly on the different chapters that you have dealt in this upcoming book okay now uh, first of all i have dealt with the rera rera is a revolutionary piece of legislation that changes the landscape of the real estate industry it empowers the home buyers in dealing with the real estate players then i have then i have analyzed the importance of the commercial courts act of 2015 litigation that took 30 years 40 years 50 years in the past gets decided 
within two to three years today because of the Commercial Courts Act of 2015. Then I have gone on to analyze the Fugitive Offenders Act of 2018. You know, we know Nirav Modi and others have fled the country and they are not here to face the investigation and the, and the trial. Now, the Fugitive Offenders Act of 2018 creates a deterrent against people who are, who are intending to flee the country. They can't just flee the country and own the assets in India. So their assets are liable to be attached. They're liable to be confiscated. Then I have gone on to explore the importance of the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code of 2016. As I said earlier, the Indian economy was a creditor's hell and a debtor's paradise. Today, if a corporate debtor defaults in the sum of more than rupees one crore, the creditor can take him to the National Company Law Tribunal. And within weeks, let me tell you, within weeks, the incumbent management is shown the door. And the company is put in the hands of the insolvency resolution professionals, which never happened in the past. In the earlier scenario, when you had the Sikh Industrial Companies Act, the promoters remained in management of the company and the insolvency resolution took decades in the courts. So it was a toothless tiger. But now you have the IBC of 2016. Then I have gone on to explore the significance of integrating JNK with the mainstream Indian economy since 2019. So today it's a one nation from Kashmir to Kanyakumari. And its importance for the people of JNK and for the Indian economy as a whole. And finally, you know, I have not overlooked the significance of the common man. Right. The common man has been, has been thought of by this government, I must say, since 2015. The Jandhan Bank account, the Startup India campaign, and so many schemes of the government of India today usher in economic justice for the common man. Today, the Indian economy is not only for the top corporates. It is for one and all, for every citizen to prosper. Now, let me give you the example of unicorns. You will be surprised to know that most of the unicorns have been started by youngsters having no legacy, having right. no background. So it is all because of you know, the important legislations that have come into place, plus the economic policies of this, of this government. You know? So this is broadly the theme of my work. Great, great. In fact, I would love to talk more about you know, each chapter that you have dealt, and it will be a pleasure to do so in the coming days. So that part is that I just, I'm just wondering, you are such a top-profile lawyer, a Supreme Court advocate, senior advocate, and how do you get so much of time to, you know, take care of the legal cases and uh, in the Supreme Court, in other courts, and as well as write so many books, then you deliver so many talks, and then you have got, uh, you know, social causes also to take care of. So how do you manage this? What is the motivation that comes from inside 
uh, it's a very easy thing to you know to be a tough such a top rate lawyer and just take a back seat and enjoy life at this stage what is your motiv- motivating factor and because why i ask is that a lot of young lawyers will be listening to you a lot of you know somebody who have achieved certain degree of success they must be seeing you they will get a lot of ideas and understanding how is lawyer like you leads his life you know public life as well as you know just social life also i am passionate about whatever i do so you know so even if i am working 16 to 18 hours a day i don't feel i am working it's it's a game i am playing so you know so therefore once i get passionate about a subject then the passion takes over and uh, and uh, you know i like to juggle different roles you know from a busy busy senior counsel to authoring a book to delivering a talk to becoming an arbitrator i like multiplicity of roles in my life life i like diversity in my life so so you know it's all life is a game life is a sport so I, i i take it in that spirit and once you are passionate about anything maybe a sport academic your work your profession then it ceases to be tiresome it ceases to be you know some kind of a burden then you are in the flow and the flow and the passion give you that energy and the excitement and i i would i would uh, tell all my younger friends whatever passions they have they must pursue those passions with excitement and put energy in whatever you do and the best will come out and enjoy the moment such an inspiring way you have explained things sir i look forward to that book i want to read the book in detail and then i'll be able to ask more questions about each chapters everything else so when is this for the benefit of our viewers and also for my benefit when is this book coming on in, in exactly i expect the book to be out sometime in the end of february or early march of course it's the decision of the publisher uh, the book is ready for uh, printing uh, so you know it takes about a month to eight weeks uh, for the product to come in see yeah. the book is readable for all it is not for the legal community only it is devoid of technical legal jargon it is written in a very simple journalistic format you know i i love the way you journalists write you know you simplify and demystify the most complex subject and that's my style of writing it's not a typical commentary it is not you know boring technical legal book it's a book that can be read over a weekend i have deliberately kept it within 120 130 pages i could have written 4 500 600 pages on the subject but i have kept it simple readable for anybody to pick up and enjoy the read perfect sir that's that's nice to know in the uh, budget is round the corner and i guess maybe a lot of interest will be around this book but uh, if it comes down to march then it's it's a bit uh, away from now i would like to have that privilege of talking to you and getting you, you know getting from you uh, details about each chapter in as much uh, open detail as possible so in the coming days i will talk to you and take each chapter of yours uh, from the book as much as possible that you can talk and 
talk about them and then we can also talk about about the expectations of budget and 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 how you see it from that particular point that you are uh, sitting at it will be uh, so a pleasure would, it will be yeah, a pleasure so i will, I, will, I, will like to, I would like to i would like to take that uh, the, take that liberty from you so that we can talk about your book in detail in the coming days i am also excited about the upcoming budget and i am sure it will be a watershed budget you know and for the common man i want the common man to be at the forefront of all government policies you know every citizen must get his due from the indian economy from top to bottom right uh, with this it is a wrap on this episode of the kj master class thank you very much thank you